This is Grit, the show formerly known as Quit. It's all about change, the challenges of improving your career, making tough decisions, and maybe starting something awesome. My name is Dan Benjamin. It's Friday, November 7th, 2014. 59. Show number 59. You can call into the show. It's going to be a call-in show today. Even if I get, you know, there's one person waiting, which I find insulting. You don't want to do, you know what? You don't want to do the show. You don't want to have a show, then we won't do a show. It's very easy. Just don't call in. Like, it's incredibly easy to make me not do this show. Just don't participate in it. This is an audience participation show. You want the show to end? What are you listening to it for? I don't want the show to end. That's Hattie Cook. Oh, hi. Born and raised in Austin, Texas. Tejas. 512-518-5714 is the number to dial if you want to be a, a caller to the show. Right now we have one call. Remember, back in the fame. days, Hattie, when I used to do the show on a regular, he's like, I'm looking through the, yeah. it's like a tra- It's like a tracking, it's, uh, the you know, at the end of Star Wars, boop, boop, boop. and I've got the, the tracker on, he says, yep. use the force, you just go move this thing away. See, mine is quite nice. This is the future, right here. The old, the old boom? You like the old boom better? No, I like that one. I'd say that's the old boom. That this boom, is this the, is the shock mount, you mean? Oh, um, no, I like that one because you can Well, what you can do, watch, watch. Yes. See, but then the hinge, you get the hinge on this boom. That boom, the hinge works fine. People are interested in podcasting, which is a part of what I'm going to be talking about today, but not, you know, how to, how to record yourself. Because everybody already knows about that. We're going to be talking about something completely different. <laughs> Just want to make sure everything's recording here. Yeah, look at that. I did okay. I think so. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's a call-in show. And we can't do a call-in show. And there's show a, the call- drop cam is on. You think anyone's right? Tweet out the URL. For, you don't know the URL. I don't know. I was drop cam. actually just about to ask you that. What is it? Are you gonna? Uh, can you say it? I yeah. I think it's dropcam.com/p/5x5. I don't know what the p means except privacy. Did that work? Studio cam. No, that worked. It's loading. Tweet that out. Got it. Tweet it. Do you have access to the five by five account? I do. Do tweet it from that. Next week is the big the big start of a bunch of new things. But I've got to I've got to talk on this show. You know what we we watched, and when I say we, I mean we as a small group of of people that includes Hattie, mm-hmm. where we will synchronize watch a movie once in a while. We do this to get warmed up and ready for the TV show show and at the movies and other things like that. So there's a few of us, and I'll say, we'll, we'll pick a movie, and we'll say, okay, Thursday night, 8 o'clock, or 8.30. Right. Um, this the, is the movie. The game on right. Netflix. The game and on Netflix. And then everyone, and people with people Netflix go watch can it. go, yeah, pretty fun. Last night, we watched uh, the Howard Stern movie, which you've never seen before. No, I'd seen parts of it, but not, uh, huh, no pun intended. Private Parts is the name of the movie. <laughs> And you had you you knew who Howard Stern was. You've heard his stuff. You've heard me talk. Excuse me. You've heard me talk about Howard Stern. But you'd never. You didn't really have the. No, I I knew about him in like a far away sense. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew of him. Mm-hmm. Knew what he sounded like. Mm-hmm. Knew what he looked like. Kind of knew his general thing, but I didn't really know the story of Howard Stern. But I love it. <laughs> it was. An, it was. An, I I think it was a fairly interesting. 
I love Robin. She's great. Robin is the best. He I want to turn, you know, I want to turn your to volume up a little bit. I was going to say, yeah, I okay. couldn't tell okay. if it was my headphones no. or if it was just me in general. Does that sound any better? Uh, I'm going to tweet. There, that's good. Check out what's happening in the 505 studio. Yeah, check Don't it out. Don't be creepy. All right. So here's here's <laughs> the thing. You watch you watch Howard Stern. Howard Stern was among many of the broadcasters that I was a big fan of growing up. Because not because of the shock jock stuff and the you know the ridiculous uh, lesbian stuff they always used to do. Although as a teenager that was very entertaining to me. That was not why I was a Howard Stern fan. No, I was a Howard Stern fan. Because I, I enjoyed the cast of characters that centered around Howard. I enjoyed the, you know, for, for a, a guy who was driving to work 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is way before podcasting. Driving to work in a car early in the morning. You say goodbye to your, uh, your spouse, your family, whatever. And then you're in the car, you're by yourself. Now, is it the worst thing in the world to just sit and think? No. Right. I would to do that drive too. Drive a little bit of silence. I would do that too. Mm-hmm. But it was always nice because I was going into, generally speaking, an office that was not cool. And you know what? Hattie, most people do not work in cool offices. No. I would totally, totally agree. Do with you that. sound loud enough for you? Or do you want to be louder? Um, what do you think? I think I sound okay. I think you sound fine. Okay. We moved everything around in here because now in this room we have, we've got cameras in here. We've got oh, yeah. a total of, we've got two not on. nice cameras and then we've got uh, lesser cameras and, and we'll an be replacing And even lesser one. camera up at the top. Yeah, <laughs> two, of, two of, the, the, of those. And then another camera up there. And then, yeah, then we get the drop cam. But what we're going to be doing is we have converted our audio room, our audio studio into an audio studio with a bunch of cameras in it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be streaming uh, and recording versions of this. And people would say, why? Why would you do that? You're, it's not a video show, you no. know. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because although most people do and will continue to listen to these shows, uh, the audio version of the shows. I think that they enjoy seeing the video. Why? Because I enjoy seeing the video. And I am... I think in in a way that's different from a lot of people who make shows. Uh, I really think I'm the kind of audience that would want to listen to these shows. I like the shows that we do on Five by Five. Me I, too. Is it weird to say like I like a lot of the show? I think all I think every single show I do could be a thousand times better. But I like the stuff that that we do here. But I always remember, you know, anytime I could see a little clip or a shot of of the studio or of the people or what it's they so, looked like so or how they, you know, I love that. So we're going to be doing that, which I used to, people are always, they, this is another thing they always say. They're always like, oh, you're getting into video. Well, well uh, you guys just do audio. You shouldn't get into video. I'm like, were you aware of the first two or three years of 5x5? Five five? Exactly. <laughs> I did two or three video shows a day and right. I edited them myself. And this is, you know, four or five years ago. It was incredibly time-consuming and difficult. Streaming was very difficult to do. There, YouTube was not very accepting of this kind of content. No. There was no archive.org to load stuff onto. Nightmare scenario. And Sounds I did like it anyway. It. And I didn't know how to do anything with Final Cut Pro, iMovie was immature, all this stuff. But I did it because it was fun, And but it never paid off. Now it pays off because the audience wants it. And I want to do it, and I think it's fun to do it. 
So we've got some cameras and the Patreon helped us with that. So Patreon is something I'm going to talk about today because a lot of people are talking, we get to talk about that. We get to talk about the ways and really what, what I'm, I'm worried about podcasting, not about this business, not about our stuff. I mean, I'm, I wake up every day petrified that the world will come crashing down <laughs> around me and I'll have nothing, but that's because I grew up poor. I think that's, well, I think that's also a healthy way to be. You don't want to get too comfortable. That's when bad things happen. You know what? That's right. You don't want to get comfortable. No, I know. No, I know. I know. You don't want to get comfortable because. Well, okay. So, are you taking notes for the, for me? Because I don't. I don't have a a desk that I can write anything on. Here. I can so, be taking notes. Right. <laughs> be getting comfortable, screwing over your audience, worried uh, about podcasting, Patreon. And I want you to just call out a topic because these are things that are important. Listen, you know what people like, like, uh, so the other thing that I always liked about Howard Stern is whether he was real on the air, is real on the air or, or not, whether that's really him on the air or not. Right. Don't know. But the character that he plays in the air, he would always say what he was thinking to a fault. But look at somebody like Sean King, who is now the co-host of Amplified with Jim Dalrymple. Mm-hmm. That guy certainly says what he thinks. Definitely. And I asked him about it. I'm like, you're never concerned about saying this crap about Apple or whatever. (laughs) What have I got to lose? Apple's never going to invite me to a keynote. And what do I want to go to a keynote for anyway? I can see it, you know, on my sofa. I said, yeah, but you get to hang out with the guys. Like, I don't care about hanging out with the guys. I'm going to go ride my motorcycle. Yeah, I just got a new one. It's a Yamaha instead of a Harley. But whatever. I remember uh, when I was a teenager in high school, there was this cop. And I, you know, biker cop, couple of them out, you know, outside of a place. And, and my buddy and I were looking at their motorcycles and they were nice, whatever they were. Yeah. And I, I said to the cop, I'm like, nice bike. He's like, what's wrong with a Harley? I'm like, well, I think Harleys are great. He's like, these, these suck. <laughs> they were great, but he, you know, right. he wanted the Harley. So, you know, you, you, that's another thing. Write this down. Write it down. Uh, having and being the best. Okay. So, gosh, where do you start with this? I don't even know. 512-518-5714. So when I was a kid, and I was, one call. That's it. You guys are pathetic. You guys are pathetic. You don't, you know what? You don't want, that's fine. You know what? This is the last episode. This is the last episode. (laughs) Yo, how many sponsors have we booked out for? A lot? Uh, yeah. Can we transfer them to another show? Because this show, do I don't want to do it. Do anymore. them all in this show? Do like 17 sponsors in one show? Oh, you want to do, you know why? Because you guys don't call in. Like, they think I'm kidding around. I'm, not, I'm just going to stop doing the show. This show is, but I don't care if I change the time. <laughs> That's not an excuse. Oh, you don't do it at a consistent time. What in life really is consistent? What can you really count on? I thought of the perfect name for a company, Hattie. Just now? Just now. Are you going to say it or no? People will take it. Bad edits. Yeah, I'm going to say it. That's not the name. Bad edits. No, that's not the name. That's Qua- just quarantine. Q. See if quarantine. See, check. Can you check in and see if quarantine.co is taken if it's not registered before any of these jackals do? Quarantine.co. We got the we got the mugs coming out for the jackals. Patreon. You know, I feel like I should start with Patreon. Caller, you can wait. I see you on there. One caller. What? What's the area code? Five oh two. 
someone you know? Did no. you have someone call? You know that they stage calls a lot? I don't like that. I don't like staged calls. They have, oh, you need to call the show and you need to do a voice and you need to, I just think that's BS. Quarantine.co is taken. Are you got to be kidding me? But quarantine.guru is available. No, thank you. Quarantine.airforce. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. Let me talk about this. Because I put something on Patreon today where I said, you know, okay, so we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash 5 by 5 I'm thinking I should have made it slash Dan Benjamin. If I change mm-hmm. it now, there's no redirection. They don't redirect. You'd you know have to what I'm start saying? a whole new Patreon. No, I have, I have the Dan Benjamin Patreon. I secured it. So I could change that one to Dan Benjamin one and then switch a five by five one to Dan Benjamin. Boom. Mm. I'll leave it the way it is now. Listen, Patreon is a, is an interesting thing because it allows people who want to try doing something to try it and to make stuff. And if they make stuff that people like, they can be supported, right? Yep. And so we launched a Patreon and our Patreon supporters. I have to tell you, Hattie, these are the best supporters that anybody on any Patreon has anywhere because I, they, they're completely, they interact with me. They give me advice. They answer questions. They make suggestions. They respond when I ask, when I ask them stuff, it's amazing what these people are doing and they now have a direct relationship with me. They're saying I'm giving Dan and, and his company, including, you know, Hattie, mm-hmm. I'm giving you guys a dollar a month, $5 a month, whatever. And now it, they're not saying thank you. Let's be clear. Patreon is not saying thank you. Patreon is paying me to do something. Right. You've entered into a an agreement. A contract. Contract. So this is something that's really interesting to me because in the past you had like, oh, a tip jar. Give me three bucks a month on, you know, on PayPal. But that's not what this is. That's no. not what this is much more uh they're giving me money to make stuff and Uh if i don't make it they'll take the money away which they should do i agree but i love that and it's it's an empowerment we're keeping you up hattie yep (laughs) how many times you see me yawn on a show in the two and a half years you've been i think it's the way i sit (laughs) i think it's the way i sit to be honest Makes me yawn. Well, I'm standing up right now at a See, non-standing would, at desk. A non- so let me tell you a little story about uh, this. Is this is what um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk would call hustling? I don't. I don't. I, okay. So let me let me t- tell you what the word hustle means. When I used to work at the, uh, Domino's Pizza, okay, you would pull up in your car, you would get out of the car, you'd run up to the door, you would tap on the door with your keys. Okay, so hold on, I'm going to do it right yeah. now. You'd get out of the car, and you would run up. To the door. We had a glass door and they, it had a buzzer on it because there was money and stuff inside. They right. didn't want to get knocked. So you come up and then you pull the door open. You take the money that you just got mm-hmm. and you'd pop it into the little cubby. Everyone had, every driver had their own little cubby. It was a little blue wall of cubbies, like a post office box uh-huh. kind of deal. A little slot in it. Don't get, go there. And you <laughs> would put the money, I know what you're thinking, uh-huh. and you would put the money in the slot. And you always had to have, I think it was like $20 and change on you or $15 and change on you. So that if you went to get someone a pizza, they'd say, oh, I only got oh, the 20. And you'd, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, but you would always keep that change on you. But whatever else you got, you put in there. At the end of the night, 
the manager would come out and the, he, he or she would tally up how many pizzas you sold and what the amount you were you should have collected was. Ah. So let's say in the night, let's say you delivered, I'm making, I don't remember how many you did. Let's say you did 20, 20 pizzas. Back then, eh, maybe, you know, let's just make Ten. It, just do round numbers. 10, 10 bucks. $10 for a pizza. Right. So a large sh- pizza. You should have 200 bucks in that cubby and from what's in, in your pocket. And whatever's left. You put right. that all out on, he counts it up, ching, 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 says, oh, of the you you were you were supposed to give us two hundred bucks, you have two hundred and seventy eight dollars and ten cents. That's seventy eight dollars and ten cents. That's yours. That's your tips that you earned. Mm-hmm. And also, we're paying you X amount per mile for the driving so and wear and tear on your car. So here's of this money you just gave. Here's another eight dollars and ninety five right. cents, or whatever calculated. From- and you'd walk out of there. How do you calculate the miles? I think it was, uh, you know, they they would write it down and they would give you an estimate based on the delivery based on That's their route or something. It was very, archaic. I can't even think about like how they would go about doing that. Archaic back then. Archaic. <laughs> anyway, they, that's what we Somehow, did. Yeah. But we didn't even have calculators back then. It was an abacus. <laughs> you collect rocks and put yeah. them in a, in a bowl. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, they, they would pay you the money and then you would leave and it was unreported. You didn't report that. So, you know, you could make 50, even some on a good night. See, I remember I made a hundred bucks a couple nights in just tips on a busy night. That's nice. You know, busy Friday, Saturday night when the Super Bowl is going on and weekend right, or something, you make a, a lot of money. Yeah. And this was cash money in your pocket. And for like a 17 year old kid, forget it. <laughs> like. That's not lasting. I had, no. <laughs> and it was, you know, but I, I remember that to me, I was not selling, Right. But I knew that the more deliveries that I could run, the faster that I could get in and out of that shop with a pizza. Sometimes we had to make the pizzas too. Oh, wow. Um, to like if it was slow or if they were short a person inside, you'd go and you'd make some You're pizzas. You were doing both jobs. You also had to wash, uh, uh, wash the dishes Dish. at the end. It wasn't an eat-in uh, chicken, as you say. It was <laughs> not an eat-in chicken. It was a... Uh, see, that's a, you still haven't seen that no. movie. We should give something away to a person who can identify what that uh, movie line is. That's going to be a segment on the new show. Oh, is the name voice. the movie? Oh, name the movie. Name the movie. So what I want to do is I want to call Mailchimp up. Make a make a note. Um, call Mailchimp up, and we'll have. Remember how they did the T-shirt giveaway thing that time? Where yes. They gave away. Yeah. They gave away like, and in like by the end of the show, they'd given away a thousand T-shirts. Yeah. I want to do crazy. something like that where each 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 episode. We do a name the thing, and the first person in the chat... Now, see? Second call. Uh-huh. I just got to warm these jackals up. Yeah. Warm them up. And, uh, and so then the, the, uh, you would send that the t-shirt to the person who got it. So that I want to do a name the movie segment. I'll drop a line, like eat in chicken. Now, you can't cheat. You can't Google it. Yeah. If you Google... It's got to be legit. You, I think you should God, have these people, people call are such in. jerks who listen to the show. That's what I think. People should call in, and then you drop the question on them and they have to name it right there what's to stop them from googling while they're on i don't know using google does not is not the preferred nomenclature anyway so i I don't know showing hustle what showing hustle meant was you would drive up your car and run and i remember the manager would come sometimes he'd stand at the door Come on, Dan, show some hustle. Show some hustle. Sounds like a coach. Show some, yes, but he was a dick. <laughs> show some hustle. 
and you would have to run from your car into the place, <laughs> grab a pizza, look at the route, find it on the map. We didn't have GPS. Right. Find it on the map and run back to your car. And they would give you those. Uh, they're sort of, they're, they're like they're vinyl red. red things you slide the pizzas <laughs> into. And so like if you were going into a subdivision where you might have two or three deliveries in that subdivision, you'd have to get all three of them. Yep. But you'd be out there on your own with no map or anything like driving endlessly around these subdivisions. Right, like looking I have for, no idea where 215 Maple Avenue is. Yeah. I know it's in this general area. Nobody has any <laughs> idea. Also, which route do I take? Oh, uh, I have no idea which is the most trafficy right now. I'll yep. just drive on the road that I think is good. <laughs> so anyway, you would uh, you would do this, and that to me, hustling was getting as many of those in because in a way, it wasn't a sale. I wasn't making the sale, but I was delivering this pizza, and I knew if I could get back and get another before pizza to Car- take out Carlos, who was the the big shot. I feel like you would slash your tires. Carlos, listen to what Carlos had. Okay, slow Carlos. Carlos had. A, a a piece of crap <laughs> Nissan Sentra. Uh-huh. That what he color? W- red. Rust. Ugh. Rust coal. And he <laughs> would leave this thing parked at, in, in for all always at all times parked in front of the pizza place because he drove a, uh, a Corvette. That was his other car that he made just from delivery. Oh. So his real car was a Corvette. And then he would just and drive this piece of crap car. to make it seem like he needed more tips. No, no, no. That's uh, how I would No, do. he wasn't to seem like he needed more tips. It's because he didn't want to mess up his Corvette. But he had enough money from delivering pizza to buy a Corvette, see? That's crazy. So I knew if I could get there bef- back before Carlos, I would get more. And then I'd have a Corvette. Well, I never got one. And my, my, no. then my Honda Civic was stolen. Did I ever tell that story on the show about my Honda Civic getting stolen? No, I don't think he did. Oh, man. Are we supposed to be there at 4.30 or around? At there. At 4.30. We're not going to make it. We'll, we'll make it. So showing hustle for me, this is one of the beginnings of, of this thing that the harder I work, the more successful I will be. But what happens when that doesn't happen, Hattie? <sighs> what happens when you work damn hard? And you, you don't get successful. You watched this Howard Stern movie last night. Yeah. He works hard, he innovates, he does different things, and he has a string of successes that eventually lead him to be one of the, the, the biggest uh, radio people in, in the whole world. But meanwhile, there are a lot of other people that have had the who exact are working same story. just as hard as him, yeah. who don't wind up as a number one shock jock on the radio ever. But what do you say about them? I have people ask me all the time. They're like, what's the secret to making a, a big podcast? And I'm like, I feel like a, like a jerk because I can, we'll just do the show consistently and have really good audio quality. But, you know, but (laughs) there's a lot of shows that we've made uh, that, that have not been a success. You know what I'm saying? Not every single show. The news right now rebooted the news because of the Patreon people. They wanted it. They paid for it. They're getting the news. You recorded it today. I did it Monday through Thursday and it's a five minute news show. Put a, Caddy, could you please put a link in for that? The news. Five minutes every day. We're going to be start releasing them in the afternoon now. People want them in the afternoon so they can listen on their way home. Or if they're listening in the morning, then they're going to hear the news. But what that means is that they won't get news Monday morning. So I'm not sure how to solve that. Mm. Long story short, this is a new show, essentially, because we've rebooted it. We stopped doing it. And it's hey, when I was doing it. 
it was getting about 5,000 downloads a day. That is not a lot when you think about it, okay? I don't think that's a lot. But (laughs) relatively speaking, there are lots of people in the audience right now who have podcasts who get hundreds of downloads Mm -hmm. a week or a month. And for me, a crappy show gets 5,000 downloads. It's barely worth doing it. What are you talking about? 5,000 downloads? I would kill to have my show get 5,000 downloads a year. Right, right. And here I am pissing all over it. Well, that's because we're at a different scale or we have to be at a different scale. Why? But we have to be because otherwise we wouldn't be able to run a business based on it. This isn't a hobby. This isn't my life. So it's my life too. (laughs) Exactly. So you can't, you can't have a show that isn't successful. And let's talk about the, the, the biz. And this is where I start getting worried. I don't, I'm not pointing any fingers. Well, you, you are at you, but not at, (laughs) not at the people. Okay. But this industry of podcasting, the way that podcasts reach an audience is unparalleled. And I know this because I listen to radio every day in junior high, in high. I started listening to talk radio when I was like 10 years old regularly. How messed up is that? And I don't think you know, and then up. all through my early career, first 10, 15 years of my career, listen every single day during the day at work, riding to work, riding home. And those people that I listened to were my friends. Mm-hmm. And you get very attached to the personalities that you listen to. Very and that's so. why people were so pissed off uh, when John stopped doing the talk show. Yeah. Because there was no closure for that. Right. The show never had... Now, the show that was the talk show, which was the show that John and I did, that show never had any closure. He went off and did a different show, which he also called the talk show. But that was not the talk show that the other people had had Considered grown, the talk show, right. grown to enjoy. I think there were plenty of people who were like, good riddance, Dan. I hated you anyway. That's fine. Right. They don't have me anymore, and they're not even listening to this show. But there were also people who were like, well, that was a good show, and you know what? We wanted That to was say the bye. two of you guys, and we wanted to say bye, and we wish it hadn't been so sudden. And people could make fun of that, but if you listen to a show for a few months or a few years, and then look how p- pissed off people are when we don't do the frequency. They're really pissed off. <laughs> because they I love know. it. And you know what? That... Good. We want I know. them to love that it. That means that they're awesome, awesome, awesome fans, listeners. And the, the, the point of it is you get into a rhythm, you get into a routine. And if you're one of the many, many, many people who are listening to their shows like this one on your drive to and from work, on your lunch hour, while you're walking your dog, whatever, we may be your friends. And we are your friends. That's the reality. Yeah. Is we are your friends. But we may be the only people that you hear in a day or in a small group of people that you hear in a day who you connect with mm-hmm. because you go to work and you work in that crap ass accounting department and or everyone's lame, right? Or you're a developer, but you're the one developer on a team of people who work in like insurance sales and you don't, you know, it's a good job and you've got relative job security and you like what you do, but you don't have much in common with those people or something like that. We're the people. And now you can listen to us and you're like, yeah, I do want to go see Big Hero 6. I'm taking my kid to see Big Hero 6. I wonder what Dan, if Dan's taking his kid. Well, I am. 
Oh, did you see Interstellar yet? No, I haven't, but I really want to. Fine. <laughs> oh, did you read? Uh, you read the new uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Nope, not yet. Oh, are you running Python on the? What version of Python are you running? You know, these are things that are interesting to people, but they don't have that outlet, right? And and plus, they also get to like the different people that they listen to. They like to talk to people. They like to to be up to date with that. And so. Howard Stern was not afraid to bring that kind of thing in to his radio show. And that's what always inspired me and, 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 and that I really liked about it. And he was there working really hard and found the success. But, we, you know, I was talking with, uh, what, what's that girl's name? Liz, uh, the lady, Lady Bits. She calls, her, she calls her show Lady Bits. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah. I just, I think that's, you know, only, only a woman could do that. I couldn't call this show Lady Bits. No, you couldn't. Anyway, well, I was on her, bits. I was on her, yeah, I was on her show and I was talking to her about, uh, uh, you know, about some of these things about, you know, how do you, how do you get a show? And she, and I said, how many downloads do you get for, for your show? And she's uh, like, hmm, it's not that many. Like, how many? So, well, I'd have to look at my stats. I said, just, you know, tell <laughs> right, me how just, many it is. Like, you know like how many it is. Like, round up or round down, whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, she looks and she says, well, it's, you know, it's about, it's a, it's a few, it's hundreds. Right. I said, are, are you making any money? You're selling any ads? She said, no, no, I'm not selling any ads. I'm like, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I, I don't think I can sell any ads. I said, oh, has every single company that you've reached out to in contact said no. and said no? Has every single person, company, entity that you've reached out, oh, well, I haven't asked any. Well, <laughs> then you could sell ads, right? Right. I want to hear you say, I've reached out to 50 companies. <laughs> every single one Every of them single said, company no. said no. <laughs> and they laughed at me and hung up on me. At that point, you could kind of get the impression. 50. I'll, I'm not kidding. Because when I started doing these shows, nobody even understood podcasting and knew what it was. Yeah. And now, and I'm not pointing fingers, but now, people, <laughs> Pe- and you, you know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. People are turning podcast advertising into web advertising. And I'm very concerned about this. I'm very, Everyone very concerned about this. Everyone should be concerned From about this. From the listeners this. to the hosts to other people selling all right. of and everyone at the, at the same time you've got these people from dead media which yeah. is called terrestrial radio mm-hmm. dead media saying i'm going to do a podcast about making a podcast okay listen it's a great show i'm not taking anything away from the show it's a great show but now all of a sudden podcasts are a thing because the guy from npr did it right oh uh just because now someone who has a name in 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 a in a business that is closely related to it it's not even the same thing it's it's just it's it's it's, it's there's that great commercial i forget what the commercial's for somebody at jackals in the chat room you got to tell me okay but there was that commercial where there's there's a bunch of people in a meeting and one guy says something and he's like he kind of geeky Mm-hmm. And then sitting next to him, there's a sales guy in a suit and a tie with great hair. Yeah. And he says the same thing. And he yeah. does this hand gesture and he says it in a great way. And the geek guy next to him says, like, some, I'm, para- I'm paraphrasing. That. He's like, 
I, I said the same, you just said the same thing I did, but you did this with your hands when you did it. <laughs> and of course, everyone liked the idea when that guy said it, you know, right. that's all, that's the, what's going it's on here. It's exactly what's going on here. I know. It's no different. We've been doing, and I, I'm not even going to say I've only been, I've only been podcasting professionally. What do you consider professional podcasting? Making a living. Making, making a living or making some money? I say making. Making a living or making some money? <sighs> professional. You're doing it full time. How about that? I would say definitely full time. Okay. I've been podcasting professionally since 2009. Mm-hmm. I've been making money from podcasting since uh, 2007 and I've been doing it since 2006 about. That's a good way to break it down. And what a difference over the last, you know, eight years. Wow. But. It changes monthly. Seriously. It does change monthly. <laughs> and crazy. people are tr- are turning this. We There is no medium right now. Maybe video is an exception to that. Which is another reason why we're doing video, because it's even more personal in some ways than audio is. But listen to this right now. Somebody is listening to this show. They're laying in bed in the dark. No, I guarantee it. Because that's how, Hattie, that's how you used to listen. That's <laughs> how you used to, to listen. Before I went to sleep at night, because that's the only time I had. <laughs> right. But you'd be, you'd be in bed in the dark. I had my little headphones on. Your headphones would be on. You'd be listening to podcasts. I'm sure all of them were mine. You didn't, oh, without yeah, any been. exception, only the ones I did, but, <laughs> um, right. I'm right. Right. Yeah. It was a lot of back to work, but You're a lot fired. of hypercritical too. All right. That's fine. I was on that. So, you know, how intimate is that connection to the people who are right now in the dark room or in their car driving home? I am the voice that they hear. And when you hear the human voice in your ears, that is an incredibly personal experience. It's even more intimate than the Apple Watch. <laughs> it is. Uh, and, right. Podcasts and, are the original most right. intimate thing. Yeah. <laughs> that could be our slogan. The original most intimate thing. Write it down. And uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, but the idea of reaching someone in that way Especially if you're somebody that they that they trust or enjoy listening to or really hate. Great line from the movie uh, from the movie last night. They say that the average radio listener. This is way oh, back I then. Oh, I love this. They're, they're talking about Howard Stern and, and how he's doing. They say, <laughs> "Oh, uh, you know, the average radio listener listens for 18 minutes. The average Howard Stern listener listens for an hour, an and, hour a half. and a half. And the average Howard Stern hater listens. listens for, say it. You say it. Two hours, right? <laughs> yeah." And I loved that. And that's, it's so, it's so true. But anyway, the point is, this is a very personal thing and people are listening to your voice. They get to know your, your personality. They get to know the co-host. They get to know the show. They get to know the thing. There's Especially a, there's when a, there's good audio. There's a Twitter account that's a, 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 a joke Twitter account, uh, Marco Arment's Mac Pro. Because these are people who follow the show that somebody mm-hmm. even went to the trouble to make a Twitter account off of a joke on the on the yeah. show. Little things like that. But people get really interested in all of this stuff. It's very, very interesting. You know, Merlin has glasses now. People know that. You know what I mean? Like, that, like yeah. people know that. They know he uh-huh. has glasses. When people ask about Bat or my sister, that's always funny. And, you know, when people ask about cash and things like that, like people know about our lives. Yeah. And that's fine. I love that. Me too. But you know, what, what you have 
is this, this situation that is much, and so for an ad, from an advertiser standpoint, getting that kind of access directly to somebody's brain. Yeah. Compare that, the voice of this person who is essentially their friend, right? And I am your friend. Compared to a banner ad on a website or a sponsored post, a sponsored (laughs) post on that Mac Rumors site. It's so impersonal. Like, which is better? Which do you want? Okay, fine. But, so there's more value there. And there used to be a lot more value because there was things like brand association. There were things, you know, oh, we like this show. We like these hosts. We want to sponsor that show so that people will associate our brand with the person with doing the, the read. the people doing the read uh-huh. in the show that they do. That's changing. Yeah. It's changing on uh, regular radio, too. I'm it hearing way less, uh, way fewer um, host-endorsed reads yeah. on the radio now. And I mean, that's fine. But the thing, that, the thing that's going on out there, out there, <laughs> in is... In the world. They're trying to turn this into the web. They're trying to make it into something that's all CPM-driven, CPA-driven, automated, automated I want these five shows. I want them at a 12 CPM or 5 CPM or whatever ridiculous rate. We're going to type this into a computer and have it read it to you. And so it's great <laughs> that more and more sponsors are getting interested in podcasting. I think that's yeah. phenomenal. I think it's great. We want them. You know, we want to get great, great sponsors for our listeners. But, but it comes at a, at a cost because as those sponsors are getting into it, they're focused in the old school advertising mentality of, I just want X downloads. I just want X, you know, listens. So if I can say to them, oh, yeah, you know, this show over here gets 60,000 downloads per episode. That's per week, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so X CPM on this is going to be this. That's how much we'll pay. Give us a 10% discount. They don't care about the show. They care about that right. number. Right. But if you look at some of Brian Brushwood's fans. Oh, and you, you look at how engaged and supportive they are in the stuff They're that rabid, he's doing man. and the way that they respond when he does a sponsorship. I'll tell you what, a sponsorship on his show doesn't is matter. Five, ten times what it might be on somebody else's show. Not mine. I mean, we do the best. But on <laughs> someone else's show. Yeah. Who has 100,000 downloads. Right. His show with, um, I don't know what his numbers are. His show with 20,000 downloads uh-huh. is going to kill that 100,000. But sponsors don't do that. Because they don't care about audience engagement right. as much or as they, they should. Or they should, yes. Yeah. They should, but they don't. They should, but they don't. It's a tough rack. We need a way anyway. to track that. Yeah, there's ways. Oh, there's ways. Oh, there are ways. But it's a changing industry. And, it's, and then you would think that these guys from NPR who are coming in making a great show. Listen, these guys know how to do an amazing knew, show. Yeah. I'm not, I have no... Nothing negative to say. Production quality is fantastic. Audio quality is fantastic. Content is great. Compelling stories. They're doing a great job. They're doing really, really great podcasts with all their experience of being in the NPR world. It's like someone coming from making a television show for however to to making making a YouTube channel. Or or, yes, that's how I would equate it. Or a Netflix program. Time shifted. But the point is. That these guys are coming over, and I think that's great. Yeah. The, the NPR guy left his validate. NPR job and is doing a podcast? What? That's great. But the media response to it is what's crappy. Yeah. Because the media response to it is like, 
Now we can talk about podcasting because me, the NPR guy, is doing it. And if he's doing it, it must be good. And you would say, hey, listen, any PR, any publicity, any attention going to podcasting, that's good. good. Yeah, I agree. Well, yes, it is good. So thanks, NPR, for that. (laughs) But look at the people like Adam Curry or Leo Laporte. Yeah. Or Adam Carolla. People, Adam Carolla does bring attention to it uh, because of his TV background. But look at the people who have been doing this. Adam Christensen. Yeah. People have been doing who have this, been doing this oh, for man. years and years and years In the 1990s. And years, right. <laughs> who have been doing this forever, working hard every day. Mm-hmm. Doing and, a great show. And not having the number one show on iTunes and every single, you know, podcast in the iTunes. world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it because their show sucks? No. Is it because they're not working just as hard as the, you know, NPR guys? Pearl? Yeah. No. Why? It's just a thing. So now everybody's going to be jumping on board of this. I don't have a problem with that either. I think that's great. Okay. But. Let's look at the people, and I'm still not just talking about me, I'm just saying, let's look at the people who have been doing this every day, or once a week, or twice a week, or whatever, for years and years and years and years. And this is not just limited to podcasting. What if your job is like this, right? What if you're sitting there at work, and you work hard every day, and you are up to date with the technology, you're reading stuff, you're keeping up to date, you're doing your job and beyond, and somebody else comes in. And they're like, you know, the rock star all of a sudden. Yeah. And they're doing the same crap you were doing, but they're more outspoken in a meeting. Right. Or they were in the right meeting and you weren't in it. Or they got attached to the project that somehow wound up being the public project. We're not going to make a 430 thing. I'm telling you, we're not going (laughs) to do it. Let me tell you about Doodle. Oh, hold on. Now I got to do a marker all, all on my own. Everything here by myself. Doodle. You've heard of Doodle. I love Doodle. I used Doodle for years. I had no idea there was a sponsor until she comes running in. I got Doodle. Doodle. Doodle's the best. What is Doodle? First of all, coolest name. I don't even need this. Rip it up. I don't even need it. Rip it up. This is the script. You really want me? Can I really rip it? Because I know you get angry when I rip the stuff you print out. No, you can rip it. (laughs) It's kind of. A lame rip, but it was well, all good right, rip. fine. I'll do two. Well, no, I need to know this part. <laughs> Doodle. So here's the, here's the situation. You're at home. You're at work. Yeah. You've got you've got some friends. You've got coworkers. You've got people that you need to schedule some time with. You want to. You maybe you all want to go to uh, dinner one night. Maybe you want to schedule a meeting during the day. Maybe you need to book a room. Maybe you need to find uh, a, a good time for a play date with your neighborhood uh, kids. Maybe you're, teacher, you're a teacher and you are trying to schedule parent-teacher meeting. I don't care what it is. Anything that involves scheduling, how are you going to do it when there's multiple people, even two people, but multiple people involved? It's impossible. Right. Because people are always going to be like, well, for 4.30, does it work for me? Right. And you got to send another email. Well, okay. And then once you decide on something's come up, now I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Well, these guys have got that solved because what you do is you go... To doodle, they got doodle.com now. It may mean something to you. It may not. You go to doodle.com and you schedule by putting in your available days and times. So cool. I'm available so on simple. these days. You put it in, click, 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 click. That's your schedule done. 
Then the next person comes in and, and, and puts in their available time. Doodle will then highlight the times that are available, let you, the organizer, know about this. Yep. And then you can say, oh, good, everyone's available at 4 p.m. on Thursday. Great, that's when we're going to do it. You pick the thing, boom, it's scheduled. And this is all free, Cuts by the way. Cuts down on emails, man. This is all free. Now, if you find that you're using this a lot or you're using it in a business setting, mm-hmm. you're going to pay $39, what, a month? That would be fair. It's a year. You pay 39 bucks a Ooh. year. Think about how much you schedule and you could use this for all of that. It's not just, this is a one-use thing. You can use that for use many it, other uh, things, right? You're allowed to use it as much as you want, exactly. Patty. It's a website. <laughs> Good. You get calendar integration. You get automatic reminders with all this. 20 million people using this now. Doodle.com. Scheduling doesn't have to be a pain. That's theirs. They came up with that. So go visit doodle.com. <laughs> Sign up for a free account. You'll be happy you did. Anytime you want to schedule something. You can even schedule when you and your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife are going to sit down and listen to the show using exactly. Doodle. Wow, that's meta. meta. Oh my God. Thank you very much to doodle.com for supporting this show. Thanks. Seriously, make them happy. You guys, you know what? You don't want this show to happen anymore. Don't go to Google, Doodle, whatever. <laughs> You don't want the show anymore. That's fine. Don't don't go look at the spot. Don't sign up for a Doodle account. Oh, it's too much trouble. Okay, then we just won't have the show. You know what? That's fine. The show's over then. Thanks. No calls. They think I'm kidding. Don't visit sponsors. No show. You want to work here? Close. So you go out there, and you're doing your hard work, and what happens? You don't you don't get picked. Your project, you get, they say no. That's real life. Working oh, yeah. hard. And, you know, I was not the kind of kid who, who's like parents, you work hard and it'll pay off. They never said that to me. I was never misled. I was told sometimes you work really hard and, and nothing happens. See, we're not even going to have time to load the TV. Oh, man. How are we going to be there at 430? There's no way. It's 20 minutes away. We're not going to be there at 430 with Friday traffic. What's, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. Are they, when do they leave? Do they leave right at five? I don't, I don't know. Well, find out. I'll find out. It's, piss, it's pissing me off. <laughs> and there's calls on here and there's a second sponsor and I haven't even gotten to three topics. Or what was my next topic, honey? Your next topic. Uh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. Yes, go to, go to patreon.com slash five by five and you can help us do a lot of things and we're going to re- give it back to you. I've already made a couple of videos. I did podcastmethod.co where I'm doing these videos that teach people about stuff. We're talking about the next one's going to be about like preamps. I did mic technique. We got video stuff because those, those people, it's great. And you know what? We spend a tremendous amount of time dealing with these sponsors to get them on, not, not Doodle, because Doodle's amazing. But we t- spend so much time dealing with sponsors that we don't spend making amazing new shows for you. We don't spend that time coming up with, with brand new shows. We don't spend that time going out and, and filming and, and recording really cool creative stuff because we're sitting in here talking to sponsors about, you know, the difference between 1 and 2 CPM. So your support on Patreon makes all the difference in the world. Makes all this stuff possible. And I think Patreon's a great way because I support a bunch of people on Patreon. 
And, uh, it's, it's an amazing way to help people that you believe in, help people that get, you know, get stuff done. But I don't think podcast advertising is going away, but I'm very no. worried about what's happening to it. I remember talking to Jesse Thorne and he was, he was talking about how so much of what he does is listener supported. Adam Curry, hundred percent listener supported. hundred percent. God, I would love that. That's far off. If ever. Patreon, I think, is a, is a really neat thing. You should all look at it. Look at it for whatever project you're working on. And this this brings me to the next topic. I'm going to pick on Sean West. That's not his name. No, and I now I'm have to search about Sean. Is where it does Mc, the West McCabe? Sean McCabe. This is a guy. He's in. Unfortunately for him, he's in San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio. Yeah. So what? It's not my favorite town. And he lives there in San Antonio for some dumb reason, stubborn reason, when he knows Austin's better. And an incredibly talented guy. Super talented. He's, what would you say, he's an illustrator? He does hand, he he does is, hand uh, lettering. Uh, yes. He does all this great stuff. All the great stuff. <laughs> and he, he does logo design. He does lettering. He does, he's so talented. And he had this YouTube channel where he was putting out videos, I guess, about lettering, right? Yeah, I think it was about his process and things like that. Which is, if you ever watch these things, it's amazing. All of his stuff's great. All the great stuff. And then he comes out, and he comes out with a new YouTube channel. After, uh, well, he started a podcast. He started the podcast. And then he said, you know what, I'm going to do video kind of in tandem with that. Yeah. I almost knocked that over. And he, he comes out and he says, you know what? I'm not going to put this on my regular YouTube stream. I'm not going to even do anything with that stream anymore. Because it already had a few anymore. thousand followers on it. It had a few thousand followers and lots of people knew about it. And he says, no, I'm going to come out and I'm going to do it on a brand new channel. Start fresh. Start fresh. Which is such an artist thing to do, Hattie. <laughs> fresh page. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start fresh with everything and clean slate. Well, you're losing. You have lost even if you put a video up on the one with a thousand, you've now lost a thousand people. A thousand people. It's you, hard to get a thousand people. Can you imagine saying goodbye to a thousand people? Oh, well, I'm sure the ones who are interested will come over. Oh, you're sure? That's a huge mistake. Every single one of those thousand people took the time to go and watch and subscribe to what you do. And you have gone and done something different in a new place. Now, I'm not saying he's dumb. He's a smart guy. And he's a very creative and talented guy. And I love the stuff that he's doing. We want to work with him. Yeah. But it made me start thinking about the idea of sort of leaving your audience behind. And you see people doing this time and time and time and time again. You want to keep as much of your audience as you possibly can. If you're working on something new, shift them to the new thing. Right. You know how hard it is for an actor, an actress, uh, a director, a production company to get people interested in a new thing? They spend millions of dollars to oh, promote yeah. new stuff. Just putting, putting a famous actor in a movie is not enough to get people to go see it. They got to promote the heck out of it. But if they already had people that were guaranteed to go see something else, they wouldn't say... We're not just not going to invite those people to the premiere of the movie, even though they all said they would go. How cool would it be, Hattie, <laughs> if you were sitting in a movie theater, not maybe for you as the viewer, but for the, for the movie theater and the production company and the actors involved, directors involved, if they could just finish one movie and then 
immediately the next movie starts playing and uh, your credit card gets charged for it and you're watching the next movie. They would love that. Oh, yeah. But that's what you can do with feeds. You yeah. have your feed, you have your your channel, whatever it is that people are already going to. You just give them something new in that same place and they're there. They're your audience. They want to see the stuff that you're doing. Why give them a single obstacle to go somewhere else? Why give them a single reason to go somewhere else? I'm going to keep giving you awesome stuff and you're going to keep getting it right here. Oh, I may put it over here too. I may put it over here. But I'm going to continue to feed stuff to you over this channel till you don't want it anymore. Then you can go somewhere else. But I'm not going to walk away from it. And this is the same thing I told Mike Hurley when he was starting Relay. I said, you've got to take these feeds with you. This is your audience that you've built on these shows. You've got to take it with you. Why wouldn't you want to take it with you? Uh, yeah, I, w- I would want to. And he said, well, we looked into some things and there were some developer issues and not all the podcast clients would handle the redirection correctly and some of them might might crap out. It might look like a dead fee. That That's true. And that would suck as, well, a, as might, a user experience. Right. It's might versus definitely not. Okay. So <laughs> let's, let, I don't, you know, I haven't looked at what their numbers were here on 5x5 in a while, so I'm not sure. But the prompt was a big show on Fun by Fun. It was, yeah. It did well. It was a good show. I don't know how many downloads it got off the top of my head. I know it was probably more than 10,000. Do you think? Yeah, probably. So let's just say it was 10,000. That's a lot. It was, let's say, I think it might have been 20,000. But let's just say, let's say 10 for case uh, this example. When they went and started their new thing, there was a lot of buzz about it, some publicity about it. People mm-hmm. found it, went to it. They said goodbye on the thing and said, we're going to come out with a new thing. Go to relay.fm and check it out, blah, blah, blah. And I said, dude, let me point these old feeds at your, well, it might break in the, okay. And he was right. True. And it might've created a bad experience for people. But what if half of those people, you know, because there are probably people who, oh, you know, the prompt stopped updating and. Guess the show's over. I guess the show's over. I didn't. I haven't listened to that last couple of them yet, so I don't really know what's going on. I guess I should listen to them. And oh, then they listen to the last one. Like, oh wow, he started this new thing. That's great. I got to go subscribe to that. And meanwhile, they're out walking the their dog, rings. right? Or the phone rings, right? Or they fall asleep and they forget <laughs> to do it. Right. And that's one less listener. Do you think he took ninety percent of his listeners? I bet he did because he's right. great. he does great shows and, and he, his he audience is very well. well. Too. And he yes, he's very connected with them. He, very, and I think he has a good Twitter presence. He's okay. In yeah. other words, I'm not saying uh, he was a moron for doing this. <laughs> I understand why he did it. Definitely. But what if a hundred people missed out on it? To me, I got to get those hundred people. That's a hundred people. That's a hundred. Right. Give them more. the option to opt out. Right. And if it breaks when they did it, well, guess what? Their feed broke anyway on the old one. Right, exactly. I was just going to bring that up, too. I was like, It well, broke when one... they stopped publishing shows. Right. So, of course, it, it's going to, you know. Have I got your attention now? This is what I'm trying to say. And if you think about the way that he had that opportunity to take that, even if it was 100 people. You got Liz. She'd kill for 100 new oh, listeners. yeah. yeah. Liz would literally kill a human being. <laughs> she would murder. She would literally kill a human being in order to get a hundred listeners. She told me that off, off the air. Yeah. She said, I have no problem killing. <laughs> Somebody's been on hold for an hour. Before I get to these, did you tell her, what did you tell her? We're not going to make 4.30, uh, right? She said that 
as long as we know that they have to leave at the latest at 6.30. That's fine. Okay. I feel so much more relaxed now. Well, we're, we've all, we've been going about an hour now. Just Don't tell me up. my business. I'll tell you your business because I work for your business. To you, their goal. All right. <laughs> Squarespace is our second. Oh, I got to drop a marker all on my own over here. What do you want me to do? I told I set up a screen for you. No, you didn't. There's no screen over here. Well, that's not my fault. Proof. <laughs> Squarespace. I like them. They're one of these companies that have been supporting podcasts forever. And here, take this NPR. You know what they told us? Oh, yeah. I love this. I don't know if I, I can't say who. Let me just say this. A representative. I heard that the spots they do on NPR don't work as well as podcasts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Squarespace 7. Makes things simpler and easier while retaining the power and complexity of the Squarespace platform. More all-in-one and simpler to navigate and operate. I made a little... They have this new thing with Squarespace 7. You know what everybody wants, honey? You know what what everybody... Let me tell you what everybody wants. Well, More listeners. Everybody wants a landing page. Yeah, they do. Everybody wants a beautiful single-page website. Well, I can't talk about what I'm doing. Hattie's been working on something for something that I've been working on, that it's badass and I can't show you what it is. <laughs> Have you been working on it right now? No, no, Can the no. drop cam see no, it? No, no, I made sure not that it wouldn't be up. And uh, I'm very excited about it. I can't talk about it yet. This is the thing. I can't talk about it. But I made a cover page for danbenjamin.com mm-hmm. using Squarespace. It's a Squarespace site. You go to danbenjamin.com, you'll see an example Just of a beautiful... Beautiful. It's my I'm just torso. Ah, and not just my face. I mean, I'm. You know, you get there's more phys- to you than you just get a physique like mine. <laughs> you don't want to hide it by doing one of those little avatars that just shows like part of your face in the dark. In the dark, you get a physique like this, Hattie. I wish I could do a whole full yeah body shot. You do, but that would be too much for a lot of people. It'd be like a parallax scrolling full body shot. Oh, of Dan could you do that? You can with their designs. I Squarespace would, I would has a template for that. all of that. Anyway, I yeah. made it, I made what they call a cover page. Mm-hmm. So you go to danbenjamin.com and you'll see my, my physique. You'll see my <laughs> face. You'll see everything right there. And behind the scenes, I'm, I'm building stuff. See, and you can keep that cover page. You can also do it, do them as landing pages to see how your campaign's doing. You know what I'm saying? You can, all this is built into Squarespace. Of course, you can still blog. You can still do all of the amazing galleries and like everything you want to do. And it's all drag and drop. And like to put a picture in, you just drag and drop. And there's a picture there now. You want to change the fonts and the thing. You just, there's a there's million no switching fonts back and in forth. There. That's the biggest part of this. It's awesome. You know about the escape key, right? You don't know about the escape key? This is like the number one Squarespace Wait, I remember, hack. I remember it. How can you of. not know about it? You don't know what I'm talking about. Well, what is it? You press escape and it takes you, if you just go to like, I'm on danbenjamin.com. Mm-hmm. Then you hit escape. I'm going to hit escape. It's going to take me to the 
log in. Well, it will take or, you to the login because you're not you, logged if in. If I'm logged into my own Put site, that coffee. It down. will take me to my editing area. That's right. So instead of the way the old system worked, where you would be there and you'd be at your own site and, and you'd hit a, you'd hit escape, and then it would like, oh, you're we're taking you to the admin. Then you'd have this admin. Now everything is in line yep. editing. You hit escape. And it just kind and of brings the up the side your tools. of the little. You get a little sliding Ooh. bar, like it's been living under your site all along. No and it just curls. It's just like in uh, Pacific Rim, like they've been there all along. And it, <laughs> the thing slides <laughs> over, and then right there, you've got your little console where you can go in. and You can edit the content. You can edit. Oh, you know what? I want to edit this page right here. Double click. Now I'm editing the page. I'm typing. I'm doing whatever. You know what? I used to use Markdown. Mm-hmm. In inside of Squarespace, there's a little toggle that you could say, oh, always, whenever you see a text editor window, wherever I'm typing content, make it marked down. Screw that noise. <laughs> uh, their editor is amazing yeah. now. And the way that you can drag and drop content inside of it and put content inside of it and change it and move things around. Who wants to, you know, Markdown's great, but who even wants to type Markdown when you get something as good as that? This is the solution that I've been waiting for. If you'd showed me Squarespace 10 years ago, Oh my gosh. Four years ago, Forget I would have freaked out. These guys have got their stuff together, I gotta tell yeah, you. They I, do. You know, this is, I've been going on for a long time about this. I'm so blown away because I'm using this every day now. Well, I'm using it too. I'm putting together a little something, something. What are you doing? Secrets. Oh, man. But anyway, here's the deal if you're not on the Squarespace bandwagon, you should be. You should definitely try it. And here's what you wanna do you wanna go to squarespace.com slash grit. G-R-I-T. Go to it. That's going to give you 10% off. Use code GRIT. Here's something I figured out. It's supposed to be for new customers. But if you use a different email address to sign up. Anyway, go (laughs) check out squarespace.com slash GRIT. We'll edit all that out in post. Go check it out. Squarespace.com slash GRIT. Thank you very much to them for sponsoring this show. I drink it up. Okay. You're going to get some of these calls. I feel good now. I don't feel like I got, got well, a time limit on this. Well, we, we do have a time limit still. You just said 6.30. No, that's when they leave. That means we will not be able to see them from 6. Right, but if we're there at 5. Yeah, okay. Still Let's work that, okay. a solid 90-minute block. To- I just can't bring the TV. Told my kids I was bringing them a TV. They already have a TV. They have two TVs. See, they don't need another one. All right, let's, somebody's been on hold an hour. Hello? It sounds like they're in a, a, a gecko's home. Did you unmute that channel for the sky? Yeah, you did. Yeah, see, I'm smart. It sound, do you hear a little cricket or something? Yeah, I feel like maybe the they work in like an exotic animal's place i don't know how to you wait that long and then all you put, do put them, put them back on hold. Put them back on hold and give them another chance in a minute maybe they gave up i don't want to blame them or maybe the, they fell asleep maybe hello see this person hey here. dan how's it going oh it's uh-huh. recognize that voice anywhere how are you guys i'm doing good What's up? Great to call in. Yeah, what are you doing? What, what's <laughs> going on? You were asking me on Twitter the other day if the, uh, you were saying something like, uh, like, oh, I think they edited my call out of the 5x5 iPad special or something. 
And we didn't edit I that out. Sure. No, we sure. don't no. edit anything out. We're, we, what don't, we, call we don't it, edit for content. In the old days, you would call this, uh, you would call this live to tape. We, the only time that I edit anything out is... A, bad words. Yeah, I see, and I'm getting more... I know, you're getting more lax about it. Yeah. Two, you edit uh, if, for instance, a guest said something that they wish they had not said maybe later or not, something. Uh, not, not anymore. Even, not anymore. Then what is it now? Tell me. Skype drops. <laughs> Very true. That's it. If we lose, if we if we drop, you know, the Skype call drops, then I will definitely right edit when that we out. reconnect because that's something that nobody wants to hear, and it takes no. away from the quality of the program. We had out. I had a guest on three guests, and the second person had a Skype problem, and they dropped out, and I had to pause the show to go get. I'm not going to. I'll leave that in the video. I'm not going right. to go and put that stitch that back together, and you know, <laughs> at the audio, I'll just cut that right out. Then no one will ever know they dropped. They'll pick up right where they left off. Everything's great. Content? I would never cut AF Waller out of a show. So what's going on well, with you? you You're see, but he's so quiet. He's so I quiet. Know. Introspective. What's shaking? Um, I'm at work. Um, you know, it's been a it's been a good week here. I've had a uh, a lot of meetings, which uh, maybe that's a bad week. I don't know, but uh, I like hope what you kind use of meetings? Uh, it's, Schedule it's, them. Can you say what industry you work in, AF Waller? I work in the radiation oncology industry. Of course, radiation therapy. Yeah. So what is, what is a meeting like? What is, typically happens in a meeting for you? Um, our meetings. These are meetings with customers, which are. Uh, people who are paying us for our software. And then these are meetings internally about development. So you're probably very familiar with how software development meetings go. Yeah. Um, but uh, we, we have a very, very much a waterfall uh, style of uh, developing our, our product because there's a lot of regulatory tape that comes into play um, in terms of putting out releases because our software is a medical device. Um, so just like coming out with an artificial heart would involve a lot of planning, coming out with a software release involves a lot of planning too. I can imagine. And as a result, we have a lot of meetings. That's good. That's good that you're, you know, having meetings, making sure that nothing goes wrong right. when operating obligation? on a person. Isn't that your obligation <laughs> to make sure the stuff is good? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, there's a there's a tension, I would say, between uh, having a lot of meetings and, and actually having good software. Um, sometimes those things, you spend all your time in meetings and, and nothing ever gets done. But uh, we had good meetings this week. So this week is going pretty well. So this is the thing, though. I know that you're an entrepreneurial person. I am. It's by nature, you are. Have you Have these people ever seen him? How would you describe AF Waller to these people? Hmm. Didn't he's, he say a young Great Gatsby? A young, or like I, he looks like he walked out of the Great Gatsby <laughs> time right. period. He's always wearing the same thing every single time we see him, and he looks great. He's he, always very preppy. Very preppy. He's got the preppy hair too. He does. He has and that kind boy, of hair. The boyish good looks. Boyish, boyish good looks. Preppy hair. Preppy pants. And he, he shows up. That's your new Twitter handle. And he's, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's the kind of guy, he'll show up with his own tea. He'll have his own little tea service going. Yep. At a place where everybody else is like 
doing tequila shots, he'll show up with like green tea. He's always, you know, he's just always got to be above everyone else. Yeah, he, he is a little bit high and mighty, isn't he? <laughs> he's a jerk that way. God, I hate well, him. Well, you're, you're, you're full of compliments, man. Well, you're very tall. Thank you. And, uh, and I happen to know things about you that we probably won't talk about on the air, but you are, uh, you're one of these people who has seized life by the horns. And yet, as entrepreneurial as you are, and you showed me your secret project, and I immediately asked you about PDF yeah. generation too, and you're like, no, we don't do it on the app. But you're working on some very cool stuff. Very cool. What is stopping yeah, you from no, going think, and jumping in on that uh, full time? Why are you still in the in the meetings? Great, great question. So actually, that's why I wanted to call up and talk. So Let's do it. Uh, I guess I'll give people who perhaps don't know me as well as you do a little bit of background. Um, I work for a large company, a uh, medical device software company, and uh, we used to be a startup. We were acquired uh, this year. So it was already, you know, a large startup with about 30 employees that have been around since uh, uh, 2006 or so. So that's, you know, maybe not even a startup anymore, just a small business. But um, we we were bought this year, so now we're very corporate. Uh, and I have a startup on the side. Um, and the startup on the side, I you know, without really getting into specifics, um, was a, or is an iOS company. And we raised some money for that. And we, uh, me and a, another guy who I work with, I raised that money. Um, we went out and we ha- hired, a you know, a developer, we hired a business guy, we got some office space and, uh, you know, we took a shot at it. Um, I think we had a pretty good, uh, product, um, and I think we had a, a pretty good idea, um, which is, in my opinion, still a good product and still a good idea. Um, however, right now, it's sort of, I think we're winding it down. And the reason for that really boils down to, as far as I can tell, you know, we the, the business guy we hired to run this thing kind of had maybe different goals or different, he had sort of his own plans. Um, and what he really wanted to do was go out and raise a bunch of venture capital money. Um, and we, we already raised, I think all said and done, we ended up raising maybe 250 K, um, which is a pretty large yeah, amount a lot of money. Of money. Yeah. But when, Did you talk about this with but, Brett you know, on, on the latest episode of, uh, systematic? Did you talk to Brett about it? I didn't. This okay. is this is the first time I'm talking to anyone about this. I haven't, li- I, haven't, first, Dan. I haven't listened to that episode yet, but it's the next one in my queue. Uh, I think it's a solid episode. You know, I'm not. I'm pretty new to this uh, this podcasting game, so perhaps a little rough around the edges. But with uh, with the company, with the startup that I had, um, you know, the guy that we brought on, he really wanted to kind of take it to the next level. And, you know, me and the other, uh, me and my coworker, we had, I think, a a solid idea that was, you know, a good idea and and perhaps could become very big, but was never going to be a venture capital type idea. Uh, You know, venture capital people want you to do like the next Facebook or the next Instagram or the next Uber, you know, something that will uh, earn them a ton of money. 
And, you know, the way I've heard it described to me, uh, you know, by different people is you know, most of the, most of the companies that a VC invests in fail. And in fact, most businesses fail that the people start in general. Um, and then a couple companies that a VC invests in kind of, you know, be steady state. They'll arrive at a certain period of growth. They'll make a little bit, but they'll never get huge. Right. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's a 1% or the half a percent or, or the something. And, you know, the one or two companies that fall into that bucket make enough money to pay for everything else that the VC invests in. And so they don't want to invest in companies that are, that are going to be, you know, grow 5% a year or 10% a year or 20% a year. They want to invest in companies that will grow, you know, a million percent a year because they've got to pay back all the other companies that they're investing in that are, mm-hmm. that are not going to make them back that money. And ultimately, I think, you know, the idea that we had um, probably was never going to be that kind of venture capital idea. But the the business guy, you know, really kind of got into that, you know, sort of, you know, rah, rah, like we can have investors, you know, we can go around and do pitches and we can have networking meetings where we talk to other people who are doing pitches. And it's a very seductive lifestyle, I think. Um, but, you know, the problem is we never really um, made enough sales for the product that we had. Um, so we, we had some people on board. We did have some sales. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it was in, uh, or it still is, you know, we still are supporting them, uh, an iOS, uh, app with a, a server backend for, um, you know, another medical industry. Um, but you know, it was never enough to, you know, pay the bills kind of okay. on a day to day basis. Okay. So what, what is, and so that's kind of where we are with that. So what it comes down to though, it sounds like you hired a guy who had a different agenda and yeah, took things in there. Okay, so exactly why did you hire? Why did you hire a? Why did you hire another guy? B. Why did you hire someone so early on in this? And C. How did you not know that he had a different agenda? So, in that let order, me piece out, piece out that question. Um, I think I'm forgetting the parts of the order. So, why did we hire someone early on? We hired someone early on because we were full time employed. And we didn't want to take the risk of jumping to a startup, which I know you've talked about many times. And because it's difficult to have a side job as well as your own job, we hired someone to do the to run the side job. I think that's the that's the answer to the first question. As opposed to Does taking the as a no, it doesn't make sense because I wanted you to take the risk yourself because you're the person or your other partner, I don't know how many there were. You guys are the, this is the thing. It's you guys were the only people who could have made this succeed because you are the ones with the idea. You're the ones with pa- And you're the ones that care about it. It's so hard to find people that care. Jackals in the chat room. What's the name of the, uh, what's the name of the thing where back in the old days, real long time ago, even before I was born, where they have, uh, you, you would have the soldiers for hire, but there's a name. Excuse me. We'll edit that out. There's a name. Mercenary? It's not just a mercenary. It's uh, something else where you've got. A Hessian? Yeah, yeah, like that. It's like a it's like a soldier who's there and, and they're there and like you're paying them to work, but they're not exactly they're not loyal to you. Right. So like they know they can just quit and they're not going to go and fight and like they're not going to fight the way the people who are fighting for their own land. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to fight for their for for their 
own house, their own land, their own country, the way that you, a countryman, would fight for it. Because they're right. hired, right? There's a certain term for this. It's not, no, it's not ninja or warrior. And it's not. Soldier <laughs> of fortune? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember exactly. I'll remember it's Legionnaire! Thank it's you, like Brandon Rail in the chat room. That's what I'm talking about. And that's essentially what you did. Title, Legionnaire. That is essentially what you did by hiring this guy. Because this wasn't his idea. It what He doesn't passionate. He doesn't know how to hustle for it. He doesn't know how to go in and win that. And he's got nothing at stake. Even if he invested a little bit of money, even if he, you know, decided to take a full-time job for it. He wanted to come in and make it his own yeah. thing and do his own thing. I'm not saying you guys made it. Um, I mean, was it, in retrospect, it was a mistake. I'm not saying you made a mistake, but why wasn't it you? Why didn't you say, with your good looks, your height, your full head of hair, your preppy clothes, <laughs> why didn't you head this thing up? Well, It should have been you. You know it should have been you, AF Waller. You know it should have been you. It should have been me. Um, but you know, I, who knows if it would have succeeded if it was me, right? It still might've failed. It still um, might've failed. That's an excellent point. But at least then you would have said this thing that I came up with that I started failed because of me. That's what you want to say. It didn't fail because you hired a guy who had a different agenda who went this way and that way and the other way. It failed because I tried all I could with my own thing that I create. If five by five had or will fail, it's my fault that it fails. Because uh, just like, you know, a lot of things that I've done have failed because it was my fault. And I'm not saying you shouldn't hire other people. Of course, you should hire other people. You have to hire other people. And sometimes things fail because yeah. you hire the other well, people. Me, me, but in this role make... for you, AF Waller, it should have been you. It sh- and if it did fail and it, you could have said, yeah, my thing failed. My thing failed. You gave the steering wheel to a uh, legionnaire. Yeah, so, <laughs> good. I think that that's. Probably the best point, not not just a good point, not not just a great point, because you know obviously I'm I you know I'm sitting here in my office and my job comfortable. Now I'm not really worried at the end of the day about this thing going under. It's sad, um, and I, you know it didn't succeed, but I, I'm you know I didn't take the risk. But on the other hand, I also don't have to blame myself, right? So it's it's scary in a way I think for it to fail if it's my fault that it fails, you know, if I went all in, I wouldn't be able to point fingers at anyone else. Whereas right now I can sort of sit here comfortably and say, well, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. But I mean, is that, is that good? I would, wouldn't you rather it be your fault? Oh, it's scary for it to be your fault, right? It's scary for it not to be. Right. Because then you'll always wonder what if what I if? had done it, what if? Would it have succeeded? Is it because of this one person that it did not succeed? Yeah. When are you coming back to Austin again? When am I coming to Austin? Yeah, when are you coming back? Um, not next week, but maybe maybe before the end of the year. Okay, well, cool. not next week. When's good for you, Dan? But before the end of the year. That's <laughs> right. a big it's like window of time, yeah. Or more. Well, listen, I don't know, but hit me up on Twitter. I got to let you go. I got a couple other calls I got to get to before we get to this thing. It's 440. Well, thanks so much, Dan. Yeah, I just, I'm just i telling you, listen, that's not advice for you, but the next thing that you start, you got to run it. Own it. 
dude. You gotta run it. That doesn't I've, mean don't find I've a partner. I already got a next thing. See, I've already got a next thing. I we're, hope. We're, I hope it's you this time. In that direction. When will you tell I, me about it? I think it? I will. It will be me. When are you gonna tell um, me about it? I'll tell you about it when when it's ready. When you're in Austin. When I'm in Austin, yeah. All right, good. I'll hold you to that. All right, man. Take care of yourself. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. He's a good guy, but it should have been him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Agreed. It had to have been him. I'm going to go back to this person who just went quiet. The gecko. The gecko. Gordon. Gordon, are you there? <laughs> you hear that sound? I it's wonder kind if of nice, actually. I would go to sleep to that. I mean, we do put it like a little noise gate on the final in- thing in post, so I don't know if the cricket will be heard or not. Let's listen to it. Bye-bye, Cricket. <laughs> feel bad they held for an hour. I know. Maybe You know how some people just get on there to listen? Why would you do that? You've heard people do that before. It's weird. Because they can't listen. They, don't, they can't have headphones on at work, so they, they pretend like they're on a call <laughs> yeah. and just listen. But they, yeah. Eh. All right, I'll do, I'll do one more call because I know we got to go to this thing. Now there's another. Now they call back. The other <laughs> person called back. <laughs> That's the, I knew it. Get in the chat room and tell me if I'm right that you were listening because it's a secret. Okay, go restrict. This is a restricted number that's Ooh. calling in now. Are you a government operative? Uh, no, government contracted employee. Oh, who's this? Can you say your it's code Liz. name? Oh, it's Liz. I thought it was you. It sounded familiar. <laughs> oh, it's you. Yeah, this it's is Liz. This is our, our new potential murder. This, this is our new. I figured uh, I would call our new chronic caller. I have a feeling this is right. Liz. She's wiped Virginia off the face of the earth. Yeah, and she uh, murdered her. And you know what? She may have. She may have murdered Virginia. And uh, she does a show. I have heard of Virginia. She does a show called Lady Bits, the Lady Bits podcast, which I feel is profane. I was on that show, and not only was I the first um, male who she described, I think, gentleman on the guest. gentleman guest, <laughs> uh, but I was also the first person over the age of 26 on that show, barely over the age of 26. Right. Definitely okay, male, true. but barely over 26. <laughs> Definitely. Don't, sweat, don't get those two mixed up. So, Just a smidge over 26. So Liz is now pl- apparently applying for a part-time uh, producer job over over <laughs> IRC. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you know, well, I saw the tweet and I couldn't not say something. Right, but you, so you're at a full. You she works in a basement. Okay. <laughs> underneath a building <laughs> and. Down there, apparently, people leave her alone. She can do whatever she wants. Huh. And all she does Basically all day the long, best job. all she does is listen to our podcast. That's it. And She, she gets paid me, to do that? Well, she gets mm. paid to yes, do her I other do. thing, but she's listening while oh, she's, good. see. And uh, you're going to, Hattie, you said you're going to be on the Lady am, Parts uh, Lady Parts show. Mm-hmm. I have, I guess Lady I have Lady Parts, so I qualify. Yeah. But that'll be fun yeah. for her. This is the lady who uh, who I can't call a lady, can't call her a girl, have to call her a woman. That's true. We did discuss that. Yeah. So when is this show going to be edited? For crying out loud, I recorded this show like a month ago with you. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> uh, Nate is working on it. It'll be next Wednesday. Next Wednesday? show every Wednesday. That's your production you schedule? show every Wednesday. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Have you rec- have you recorded things since you've d- 
done your show with Dan? No, um, but we did bump Dan up considerably. There oh. were three that were supposed to go before him, but we figured that we'd give him. <laughs> he likes it. So that makes him happy. That's what I expect. That's <laughs> the kind of smiling. treatment I'm supposed to get. <laughs> Finally, people are standing up and taking notice. So <laughs> I mean, you so, know, I figured it'd be a timely fashion. So you you work in a basement, and yeah. you 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 don't sound like you like your job because on the lady parts you said that you didn't like it and no and you said that you wanted me to give you wanted me to give you advice and you're the one that i was saying at the beginning of the show three or four hours ago (laughs) yep that have (laughs) you called have been there for yeah have you called 40 50 companies and they all said no and you know what she submitted her thing to art i know i saw that (laughs) yeah why not what happened over the last two days that made you not get on the phone or not send emails? Man, because I would have been I'm up all night. I'm still <laughs> up. I'm still up all night reading stuff and doing stuff and sending emails. Hattie does the same thing. Yeah. Well, I've also you're been just not serious, Liz. You're just not serious. You're not serious. You're not serious. It's okay to not and be too, serious. It's okay to not be I'm serious. Very serious. Then why haven't you emailed anyone since Wednesday? Because I have to get all of my stuff set up so that no, you don't. This is do you see what I'm talking about? This is exactly. Well, I couldn't do this because I had to do this thing first, and I had to get this thing lined up first, and that's the same problem I had with that other show that I haven't launched. Well, it has to be perfect first. I got to get it uh-huh. ready. Did you hear AF Waller? I said AF Waller. When he oh, that's where that little thing came that's from. From that, it was one okay, of the I other shirts. That's where that was from. Okay, so I, AF Waller, I'll show you when it's ready. No, no, because what if you're on the wrong track? What if you need help? What if you need to show other people things before you're ready? This thing that I've been working on, that secret I can't, lots of people know about it. Right. I can't talk to you guys about it yet, but lots of people know about it. I've been running it by lots of people. I've been showing them way before it's ready. And the feedback that they've given, why? It's great. What stuff do you have to get together? You have a show. Sell the show. Send an email. Reach out to Squarespace. CPMCalc.com or whatever that is. Yeah, com or .net. You go there. You type in the number of downloads that you have. You see what the CPM is. You put in a 35 CPM to start. You send an email to Squarespace. I would have given you the contact. I'll still give it. Hattie can give you the contact over there. And you can send that person an email. Practice with them and say, I have the Lady Parts podcast. It's amazing. This is what we do. We reach an audience none of your other shows reach. And I think you should sponsor us. I'll make you a deal. 35 CPM, we get 500 downloads. However much money that is, sponsor five episodes. You won't be sorry. That's it. That's your email. That's all you got to get ready. What do you have to get ready? Okay. Uh, that's your email. Well, play I'm... this back. Hit rewind. Play this back. <laughs> and and that's your whole, that's your thing. You don't need to get ready. I want you, you should be right now, if you're serious. If you're, if you're serious, nothing should hold you back from doing, you should be too eager. You should be jumping the gun. You should be making mistakes because you were working so hard to get this thing. Cause you already have the show. How many episodes of the show do you have? Uh, there are 13 out, 13. 16 recorded. That's plenty. That's longer than most shows even make it. A lot of shows don't even make it to 13. A lot of people, oh, we did four, and then I didn't edit the next one because, you know, we had vacation, and then, uh, you know, we were kind of busy at work. You're actually cranking out the shows, so start making money. I don't care if you have 500 downloads. Get paid for the 500 downloads. Yep. 
Your time okay, is worth something. As soon as I get myself God. home, I'm sending that email. Liz. <laughs> Liz, this is what it's like to work. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But this I is what I mean. I have to be home to send an email. Have to be home to send an email. Yeah. Have to be home to send an email. Liz, I wish you could see his face. Do you do you have an iOS device or an Android <laughs> device? I do, but if I try to send an email in the car, it's frowned upon. Are you in the car? Are you in the car now? No, I'm at my desk now. See, <laughs> send I'm it at your desk. Stay at work for five more minutes. The, the day's almost over. It's Friday. It's over there for them. Squarespace, they, they went home. Now you're going to send the email, and they're not going to get it till Monday. Squarespace is in New York. Yeah, they but you could have sent it. You could have sent it Wednesday <laughs> afternoon after we finish up the show. I thought you, Liz. I thought you were charged up. I thought you were pumped up. I'm pumped. Well, why didn't the I email go the out? I, I'm pumped. Was your kid sick? Is that what happened? Your kid was sick. Oh man, I know how that is. You get home, your kid's sick, and it's nine, ten o'clock at night. And you just don't have the energy to, the right? That's oh, you what have happened, to take right? them to the emergency room. Yeah, like I did, right? Oh, I still sit. You know what? I took my kid to the emergency room and still sent emails afterward. <laughs> oh, wait, Liz, you don't have any kids. Come on, send the emails. I want 20 emails a day going out and let them all say no. And then you can show, you can prove them wrong. Liz, and are later, you when they're coming back, working when they're coming, <laughs> crawling back to you, please let us sponsor Lady Bits show. It's the best show. It's number one in iTunes in every single category. And we want to sponsor. You're like, yeah, you can sponsor it at 70 CPM if you want it. You didn't take it when it was a brand new show. That's where you want to be. You want to be turning sponsors away when they're reaching out to you. But you got to send the emails first. I'm going to send the emails. Hattie's giving me the wrap it up signal. Okay, right? I'll, All right. I got to hang, Liz. I got to hang. You were very uh, angry early so on about how there were no calls. So I figured that I would, I would throw you a bone. Well, thank you for calling and thank you for doing it. Listen. Everybody needs to go You're check welcome. out this show. It's called LadyBitsPodcast.com. Hattie, could you please put it into, into the show notes? I was on an episode, but it's an excellent show. Liz is a phenomenal host. She it, Listen, sponsors in the audience, check out her show. Oh, guess what the site is? What? Squarespace. Nice. So go it check is. out. She <laughs> does. She does a great job on the show. Very entertaining show. It's geared. It's by like 20-something women. Men should be listening to this show, I think. Because men don't understand women as a general rule, and they're going to help clarify <laughs> that. Also, uh, it, it, it's just a very energetic, interesting, fun show. Highly recommend it. Liz, uh, everybody should go listen to this. Liz, send some emails, okay? And people, if you're listening, you want to sponsor a show, she's going to be, you're going to get this, this, uh, this show cheap right now. Oh, yeah. This woman show. Absolutely. All right. Liz, good luck to you. Thank you so right, much. We'll talk soon. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. She should have been like email, 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 email. I know. I don't care. There's no excuse. Procrastination. She's got a product. That's a good product. It's not like the, these people, we hear these people all the time, oh, I'm starting a podcast network and uh, <laughs> we're going to have 18 shows a week that we do and uh, we're trying to sell some sponsors on it so we can get started. Oh, great. How many shows have you done? Well, we haven't uh, launched yet. Uh, we're working. <laughs> like, that's not, 
She has a product. Right. The only reason she's not selling is because she has to get home to send an email. No, Liz. <laughs> Liz. This is the gecko. They called back immediately. <laughs> oh. They're clamoring, running to get to the phone. I'm right here. Who is this? It's Jordan. Who? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, Jordan Cooper. <laughs> Why? Where did you go before, dude? Where did you go, Jordan Cooper? I wa- I think I was in the cube before you activated it because I was there, but I never got, I could never hear you through the phone. So weird. That's weird, yeah, dude. It made some weird gecko so, sounds. It was weird. I was talking, but it seemed like I couldn't hear anything. Whatever. His, so just chalk it up to bad editing. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Cooper is a uh, host of a great show right here on five by five. He, he launched the show and I was so impressed with this show. The show is so funny. It's called, he has a nerve. <laughs> To call the show Tech Douchebags. If anyone had the nerve, it would be Jordan. It would be Jordan. Jordan does the best job of this show. The show, he does one show an hour. Yeah, he's busy. Seven, eight days a week. When he joined us, I said, Jordan, how many downloads are you getting each week? And he says, "Mm, it's not great. And I said, sure, it's great. You're hilarious. Your show is amazing. He says it's in the hundreds. Now it's in the thousands, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And this is an example of a guy who knows how to hustle, who knows yep. how to commit. You know what he said to me? And I thought it was a joke because he's all, I'm funny up on stage, whatever. <laughs> he said, I don't do it. Listen to this guy. I don't do anything unless I can fully commit to it and dedicate myself 100% to it and make it perfect. That's what he said. It's a good person to have by you. Am I right or am I right? Bad edits. No, no, you're you're absolutely right. And apparently, my 110 percent isn't uh, isn't doing all that well. I get about 80 percent output from it. 80 percent than most people. 80 percent output of your 110 <laughs> percent. Right, but you got to put you got to put all of it in, and uh, and let your talent. Because most people think they don't have much talent. But until you put in 110%, most of the time, you could beat out the people that actually have more talent because they don't put in the work. So they, the talented people, but in, you know, the NPR guy put in 110% for the work, he'd have as good of a show as you do have at a five by five. Mm, maybe. Right? Maybe. You're too kind. But look at, I'm looking at his downloads now, right now. Like- These are good downloads, dude. You're putting up big numbers now. Do you see this one? Hold on. Look at this, Hattie. I'm look looking. at these numbers. I have look, to cough, but I don't have a cough button. Look at it. Uh, <laughs> look at it. Episode number twenty-four. Look what numbers he's putting up on episode twenty-four. Look at episode twenty-one. These are big numbers. I just, you know, yeah. this is the thing. He shows up every day, and you know what? Some people, some people might get discouraged by having only a few hundred downloads. He does not get discouraged by this. He continues to do it. He says, I know what I'm doing is good. I'm going to keep it doing better. it. I've committed to doing this. I will not give up. Because eventually... I will succeed. Eventually, I will find the success that I'm looking for. Right, Jordan? Am I paraphrasing or is that what you say? 
Well, uh, pretty much. I mean, other than, you know, when you, when you find something that resonates with someone, uh, the main thing is that most people give up before they've reached that tipping point where they get success. And for some people, that's five episodes in for a podcast or immediately. Some people, it's, you know, like you take a look at Adam Curry, like, like the show that he's doing now. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even find out about it 480 episodes in. <laughs> I know. But like, you have to give time. So even five by five, you take a look at it. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of people that don't remember the pipeline. But if you quit after episode 11 of the pipeline, right. would you ever be at this point? Well, a lot of people quit. They don't have grit. See, and ah. that's, that's the thing. No, you're right. And that's the thing is, like, I always love when people don't give up on something. There's a point where you have to say, oh, man, you know what? This does suck. But that's very different from just having people not know about it. Sucking is not the same as being undiscovered. And Jordan, we discovered, I've discovered Jordan. Diamond in the rough. I discovered oh, you him. Did? Yes. You did? Yes. <laughs> you did? I, di- I discovered you. And Jordan was out there and then he, as soon as he, we brought him on 5x5, five five, his numbers start going up. I'm like, dude, your numbers are going up. It's great. And he's like, well, I did some promotion. That's why they're going up. But listen to this. He's probably right, first yep. of all. Second of all, he's promoting his show. Right. Like, he's promoting his own show with, like, Google ads or whatever crap you were doing. He's out there, like, promoting a hustling. show. Hustling. Hustling, right? Hustling to get to that door before right. Carlos does. He's putting money and time into something that, at that time, wasn't making any money for him. Because he believes in it, because he sees a future in it. It's not like he's sinking hundreds of thousands. Money. Of, right, go ahead. Well, you got, you got to spend money to make money. So any money that, that trickles in from the sponsorships that are coming in now, it's not going to change my life. But in order to get to the point where it could change my life, why not put 100 bucks into some Reddit ads, see if they work? Right. Put it into some Twitter promotion. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about thousands of dollars. We're talking about eh, 20 bucks for one episode that's, specifically geared towards like an iPhone problem. So like, let's uh, try, uh, you know, promoted Reddit post yeah. for 10 bucks yeah. in the iPhone subreddit. And then it gets a couple of hundred clicks and you're, 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 you're spending maybe 12 cents to get someone to check it out. And exactly. even if you convert, you know, one out of 10 people, you know, Hey, 10 bucks, if 10 bucks gets me an additional five listeners, those listeners may be listening for the next hundred episodes. Exactly. Think in terms of, like one episode, it's like no, you have to build a following. And one of those, so, you know, you one of those term. listeners might have heard your show, and that person might have fifty, hundred thousand followers on Twitter, and they might tweet about your show and say, right. "Hilarious podcast! Just checked it out. It's and awesome." Then now you get two hundred. Now you get two hundred more. more. Now you get two hundred thousand more. Yeah, I remember when uh, who was it? The the one guy Doogie Hauser. What's that actor's name? Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, he he tweeted. Or was interviewed, I forget which it was, about uh, Uncrate.com. Oh, right, right. That turning point. It put him on the map. Uh, they were on the map, but this put him on a whole different map because he listed it as like the interview Space was map. like, what are your five favorite websites? And that was on there. The guy who runs Uncrate, he told me, he's like, that changed everything. Well, and also like Neil One Patrick thing. Harris isn't even Angelina Jolie or, you know, Brad Pitt or whatever. Like he's... He's still he's a, like a, a top actor, but he's not like right. But and that's still how it was crazy. Big big thing, you know, and that's all it takes. 
What if somebody was sitting there reading Reddit and they just happen to have 50, 100,000 followers on Twitter and they tweet about the show after they listen to it? Changes your whole thing. Now, instead of being a show that gets a few thousand downloads, you get- And you spend $10 on tens it. Tens of thousand downloads. Done. You never know. Never know. Jordan's show can be heard at 5x5.tv slash TDB. Hattie, could you please put a link to that? I'm putting that in the show notes. Thank you. Jordan, you're doing great work over there. And can I... Well, I, I mean, I kind of wanted to call up with your, your... You were angry. Now you seem to be a little bit more calmed down. Yeah. I wanted to give you some goodwill hunting treatment. It's not your fault, Dan. It's not your fault. But it almost <laughs> seems like, like just like I deal with tech douchebags, it seems like you're kind of a podcasting DB. Yeah. Because you're looking at you know, the NPR guy is being talked about in a Fast Company article. And they didn't mention me, you know, like all the independent podcasters are looking at that going, we've been doing this successfully for years. Right. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, what is it? I mean, that's a similar thing that you were saying with, uh, you know, the promotion of you never know who's going to catch on to it. Then, uh, you know, why does it matter whether or not, you know, the Times pays attention to the, the guy from This American Life? And uh, does it really affect what you are doing? You know, yes, that's true. And it's not, it doesn't come so much from, first of all, good point. I agree with you. And that, that's, that's something for me to think about. But the other part of it is that they're, it's, it, they, they don't highlight any, and I don't care if it's me or not. I don't care if it's tech podcasters or not. I just want them to sort of acknowledge that this has been going on. Pre-NPR and years and years it. and NPR yeah. hasn't just invented this thing that I think it was back in like 06, 07 when Apple decided to include uh, podcasts in iTunes. If you want to credit anybody for bringing it out, it was it was, you know, Steve was, Jobs and right. Apple at that time <laughs> for doing it. But why don't we ever see that history? Why don't we ever see that? It's only be, it, it's not it's not legitimized. Until these people start doing it. Fine. So it's legitimized now. Great. But I don't know. I feel like that, you know, you, you, you can't ignore the history that's there. You've got to remember the history and you've got to give credit to the history. And there's so many people who start podcasting from scratch when there are so many really great resources. That's part of why I'm making podcastmethod.co because like I've made so many different mistakes. You get Marco who is a very smart person with a very successful podcast who follows a lot of the recommendations on there. And I've been telling him, dude, just get a DBX 286S. Just get one. You're going to really like it. He's like, well, it's big on the desk and I don't know if I want to try. <laughs> and he gets it and he's like, damn, this thing is pretty good. Well, guess what? I, I learned about them from basically them being in every single radio station in the country right. around the world, really, for decades. And they're not just decoration. Like, right. <laughs> they're actually really awesome. Yeah. And it's like, this equipment. is like a standard thing that like, if people knew about it, they would sound so much better. They would sound more and like themselves. And they're really not that and expensive. Yeah. 150 bucks, you know? And, and yeah, it's clumpy and it. big. And if you don't have space, you don't have a, a rack mount to put it up on, it's going to be dumb. But like, there are these things that are there that, like, you don't have to do. I'm learning about that. I don't want to point any fingers at this either, but there's a person in town who worked at a company who used to share an office with us, and they're starting their own podcast, and he wrote this long article about, oh, I tried this gear, and this didn't work. I learned this thing about this. and Like, I get that learning is fun, right? But you're wasting time and money 
learning right. when there are answers out there. And it's like, if I wanted to build, you know what, if I wanted to go out and get one of these, uh, you know, one of these drones that people are flying around right. all over the little you know, backyard drones, like I'm sure that I could go and like build one from a kit and that would be fun. I also need to know that you can buy one pre-built. That's a terrible example, okay? But the the point is, there are answers and there are resources. And this guy shared an office with us, Jordan. He could have just, like, called and asked, you know, well, I wanted to experiment. Okay, fine. But, like, then don't gripe about it. You see what I'm saying? Right. There are answers out there for you to go and, and find out about. And I think, anyway, listen, we we really have to go. Now it's five. I know. All right, Jordan, everybody needs to go check out Jordan's show. It's in the Jordan, show notes. Jordan and I are working on something together. It's going to be like a marriage. And uh, you can go in the meantime, go to 5by5.tv slash TDB. Best show on 5 by 5 right now? No, this one is. But second, <laughs> second best show? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So go there. Well, thank you very much. Check it out. I want to see, look, I'm making a, making a note. I'm looking at his downloads right now. I will be very upset at you guys if you don't give his show. Listen, I want to see the latest episode of his show. We'll send Liz double. to go murder them. She'll do it. She's I know. crazy. She even said in the chat room, she's like, I will. But you know That's what true. I'm talking about, Jordan. You, if, if you're not hustling for it, if you don't believe in the thing that you're doing enough, that, I don't know where you're going. Anyway, jo- Jordan, thanks for the call. I hate to rush you off. I got to go. No problem. Bring All right. TV. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. He's a great guy. All right. So our sponsors. Doodle. Squarespace. Doodle.com. Squarespace.com. Slash grit. You hear the sound? You hear that? <laughs> Is that your knees? <laughs> it's the, the whole of the ship is uh, it's creaking. We're actually on a, a a large wooden boat. The storm is acting acting up again. All right, enough of that. <laughs> I'm Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Hattie Bird on Twitter. H a d d i e Bird. You can uh, support this show and other stuff that we're doing by checking out our sponsors by going to Patreon.com/slash Five by Five. Give us In a couple bucks. If every single listen to this, Hattie. If every single person that listened to this show gave two dollars. We'd be rich, but we wouldn't yeah. waste that money on boats. Uh, yeah, right. We would, we would not start doing even more creative stuff. We'd get better yep. desks. We'd yeah. be able to spend less time selling sponsors. Uh, two bucks? This show's not worth two bucks. <laughs> That's what they're saying by night. Right, uh, Dan. I expect your show for free. I don't use your sponsors. I expect your show for free. And it's I'm going to tweet at you when you don't do it. Two bucks a month. For four episodes of the show. That's not worth two bucks. Oh, but I'll pay $95 for cable channels I don't watch. 95 try 160 Exactly. <sighs> you think a couple of whacks to my good old boy Gus going to get me down? All right, that's it for today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back next week, and we'll probably have video and other cool things to show you. So stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, like I said, Dan Benjamin, that's Hattie Bird, and uh, have a good weekend. Everybody. Bye.